It's not going to be half an hour. Are you fucking kidding me? we got three more to go. Now, no, five more to go. Now we're doing the, the top five. Yeah, but my top five. You, top said, you said you're four and five and four. That's on you. I still have yeah. my top four and five and four. Yeah, well, there you go. Anyway, out. we're doing our Christopher Nolan top five now. And in usual fashion, we're breaking up in the two podcasts for no reason. So let's hear a theme song for some reason. I'm still proud of my sound editing there. It is so dead. It's hilarious. I love it. Yes. Phoenix West over here. Dick Dick over there. Hi, Dick. Um, We've been talking for two hours, but if you're new new in the podcast and you want to check out the top five without hearing the rest, hey, welcome. That's Weirder View. Check out the, the rest of them, you fucking psycho. But let's check out our top five. The way we've been doing it, and Dick has been spoiling his top five, but... <laughs> is Dick says this, his number, then I say my number, then we discuss that movie. We have to go right. off someone's list, otherwise it's chaos. So, Dick, what is your top five that you've already mentioned? I can't wait to find uh, out. Number number five is Oppenheimer. Okay. My number, number five. Yes, your number five, yes. This is where The Dark Knight Rises comes in. Okay. I don't have good. it that high. I'm not uh, crazy. I just... Right. it's It's a movie that I feel like is... I I honestly have zero idea why everyone doesn't love it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, a lot of people don't like that movie. People nitpick all the shit that they don't need to nitpick in that movie. Oh, yeah. He shows up because he's Batman. How did he show up in Gotham if it's sealed off for the people? He figures it out. Yeah, he's fucking Batman. Because he's Batman, bitch. Where did he get his suit from? How did it? He, he's Batman. He's got storage. He's got storage containers all over the Gotham. It's remember he had a storage container yeah. that went into a fucking bat cave <laughs> under the city. Yes. How do you have that? That's more of an well, explanation for that. But How I, does he have a, but I did a tell you cargo so. container in the middle of, of Gotham Bay, the the docks of Gotham. There's a random cargo container that Alfred goes into. He goes down below, and there's a giant garage down there with a bat cave. I'm more concerned about how did he, in the second one, in Dark Knight. Oh, the second one, yeah. How did he have a gun? You know how long it would take to set that up where a gun goes and into a brick? That would take hours. Hours and hours and hours. And why did he do that? He did that so he could reconfigure the bullet that was in the in the apartment where Harvey and Dent, the, the two people, were dead. So he could put the fingerprint together. Comes up with that one guy who's in a bunch of Christopher Nolan stuff. He's an Oppenheimer as well. Mm. And that's how he found out to go to that apartment so that he could pull the shade, which is clearly above a time clock. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then Sniper hits, <clears throat> shoots at him. Nah. And 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 then that I think that's more of an issue for Dark Knight than it is for anything for Rises because right, the Joker keeps saying he has no plan, but he is the most meticulous motherfucker yeah. I've ever heard. Anyway, if you I like a guy, the dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do if I caught one. <laughs> but it's we're not talking about Dark Knight yet. We're talking about Rises, which I I honestly believe 
I love Tom Hardy as Bane. Yes. I think he's uh, equally as magnetic absolutely. as as the Joker is in yeah. Dark Knight. I would, I, would, I would say close, yes. Close. Okay, Very I shouldn't say equal. He's 92%. I would agree with that. I love his scenes. I love especially his introductory scene. His introduction is not as good as the Joker when he's in the... <laughs> you can't deny that. That's like the heat scene in, in uh, Dark yeah. Knight. But I'm just saying, oh, yeah. it's no, very, it's... very close. Maybe people didn't like it because it felt too close to Dark Knight. Well, I think what the major... One of the other major lines on this movie is... Uh, Bane's not the villain, it's Talia Ghoul. So Bane isn't really the head, isn't it's, it's not his plan, it's Talia's. So she's the villain, not Bane. Bane's not the real villain. Okay. That's a lot of people say but that. That matters for mad, all of two minutes before they disarm the bomb. It doesn't I'm fucking just matter. I'm amazed that we got a movie with. with I'm just amazed, and this is, I think Kim Smith said the same thing, because Ralph Garman is that podcast with Ralph Garman. And Ralph Garman's a giant Fat man. fanatic. Batman 66 fanatic and he didn't like Dark Knight Rises and Kevin Smith was like you know I can get that because at the same time it's like did you ever think you're going to live in a time when Talia Al Ghul is in a Batman movie yeah like that's they, they brought him Talia Al it's Ghul deep like, that's crazy it's deep and it, and it ties into the first movie very well yeah they it, it wraps up the series in a nice bow it yeah. does have a stupid ending where he, <sighs> but it's but it's it's ca- but it's but sweet. You, the, it's... the ending was telegraphed in the first thirty yes. minutes. Yes. When I saw that, I was like, "Well, there's the end." That's yeah. What's gonna no, I did the exact same thing. Movie. I was like, "Oh, that's how they're gonna end it." Eh, okay. Well, that's gonna be. That's it. All right. All right. I leaned over to who I was watching that movie with. Don't even remember that. I leaned over and go, oh, "There's your ending." I do that a lot. I go, "That's the ending." It's Chekhov's, Chekhov's ending, if you will. The they Chekhov's set it up. They have to use it. Yeah. I was like, there, there you go. There's the end. But I, but I, when it happened, I wasn't like, fucking stupid. Why wouldn't he? Like, no, that's what Alfred would do. He's, he's, so, he actually believed he was dead, and he's like, you're alive. That's all I wanted is you to be good. <clears throat> well, they, they walking away from my said, table now. They said, but God, uh, would never leave that. Man, he never leaves them. I was like, well, if he got pushed to the edge, why wouldn't he leave them? You have to sometimes. That's just the deal. Because Bruce Wayne's going to kill himself doing this, and he knows it. And he would have if he didn't go to that underground prison that Bane took him to. Yeah. He was gone for a, uh, eight months. Something six, like that. six months. However the fuck long it was. You're I, I do. I watching your city burn. I will say I do have problems speaking as a, as a person who has spine problems. Yes. I do have a problem with how quickly he recovered from a bro- literally broken vertebrae. Right. Well, you're going to have to watch that movie again and do what he does. Maybe you mean, you mean do the... You, you just needed to put yourself in a, in a Watch strap. my city burn. Watch his... <laughs> get get my focused. Angry. My anger has overcome my, my pain. I'm angry. Only one man has ever escaped this place. And Only the one guy person. that's in there, that's, that's Einstein from Oppenheimer. Yeah. The guy that's telling him, "Oh, you have you have a bad. You're gonna you're gonna leave. Oh, very good." He pays me to watch over you. But the last time, <coughs> you do it like the child did without the rope. He's like, I don't know, but I was told to turn on the TV at this this precise moment. Yeah. 
I want you to put the television set right there. <laughs> yes. I would love this is a movie I would love to see the behind the scenes of the plan yeah, exactly. movie. <laughs> he comes down there. Oh, I don't miss this place at all. Yeah. Okay, uh put the TV right here, square television behind some chain link fence. Put that up there, that'd be good. Hello. Maybe two. <laughs> Because he might break one. I don't want him to break all of them. I want him to see a city burn. Yeah. Hello, uh, homeless men and street urchins. I would love if we could build an underground lair. But oh, as soon as it's that? found out, we'll get rid of it. Are you the first people who beat me to nearly to death still here <laughs> yes. so I can kill you? Can we have uh, a weird what? sort of rat cage similar to the to the board game... Uh, uh, what is Let that? Where he climbs in and goes, do, 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 and closes it, mouse trap, and it yeah. closes the bat in there so I can break his back. I will break him. <laughs> we will need it. Your precious armory. I quote this movie more than any other Batman or Christopher Nolan movie. Where I hold up uh, my yeah. child, like, I change yeah. his diaper, and I'll go, and I'll literally grab him, and I'm like, ready to put him down to change his diaper, and I go, oh, your body! <laughs> And I pretend to break his back before I put him down, and it gets a laugh every time. Oh, he loves it. He loves it. Yeah, it gets a laugh from my that. wife because she knows what I'm doing, and I'm like, it's, it's just, it's. Why is this movie hated so much? When did, wh- why did the Christopher Nolan thing become fuck that guy? All his movies are overrated. When did that happen, and why? I don't think that's happened. I think people, but there is, a, there's the contrarians. There's always contrarians who will come out and say, "No, he's not that good. You guys, should, he, yeah, he's not that good. He's not that good." It's like, well, yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah, exactly. But the the contrarians became, you know, it's it's the internet. That's the contrarians oh, yeah. become the the leading story. Like I, I get it. At first, it's uh, it's fine, but when it keeps going, then it's like, well, then wh- what can he do to make you happy? Because he's done every movie he does, he try he kind of pivots and, and course corrects a little bit. Because at least with uh, Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, the action got better. Oh yeah, like the action is a lot more, uh, especially the fights in Dark Knight Rises. Uh, I think that that scene where he breaks his back is it's one of my favorite yes. scenes in Batman. Okay, movies. I agree when with I that. I saw that that night. Oh, I love that scene. No. I, sorry, we're delayed. I don't mean to cut cutting you off. No, 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 no. I just I, when I first saw that whole sequence, I was just like, I was in awe. I was like, oh my god, this is so fucking great. Yeah, I, I love this. This is perfect. Because ba- Batman can't beat him. I was and just, just coming, making yeah. creamy jean soup watching that. Because oh! I watched the first movie in the theater twice. The second movie I watched probably three, four times. The third one I watched, they did a Christopher Nolan trilogy. I still have the badge for it. Oh, nice, yeah. And it was one after another. But the problem is they changed seats between movies. Oh. So in the third one, I had to sit there and like literally first row. Off to the side, and I'm like, oh, God damn it. No, no, it wasn't IMAX. Oh, But it was was cranking your neck, and I'm like, ah, I love this, though. (laughs) Like, so annoyed. Well, do you think the stigma of The Dark Knight Rises is that it's a Colorado shooting? No, because I was in the theater when that happened, and that had happened (laughs) previously that night, you know, in Colorado. Yeah, me too. And I went. It's time to. 
I got out of the theater. Well, it's the same time zone for me. It's literally just right up north. <clears throat> and, oh, I came, and I came out and I was like, hey, thank you for not shooting up our theater, everyone there. Like, good Christ. Yeah, right. No, no I really don't think that factors into how people saw the movie. Other than opening night when that's fresh in your mind. But I, I give this movie a 10. I really do. Or 9, wow. sorry. I give this a 9. Okay, 9. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a 9 for me. I, I do have a problem... What you mentioned about the action is completely correct. All the stuff with when he breaks his back, that's, that scene is probably, and I'm not even exaggerating here, that's probably my favorite Batman scene of yeah. all time. And the dialogue's so good. I love what Bane is just, he's great. I was born in it. I was born in you Yeah. League of Shutters. But. League of Shutters. It's even more yeah, brutal because. Yeah. Catwoman is forced to sit there and watch yeah. through a fence. Yeah, yeah. She's like, yeah, I yeah. did this. Holy shit. And she can't help or do anything. Right. There's no one for her to call. You've made a big mistake. It's, no, that grave is yours. It really is a perfect scene. Yeah, I love it. Because he breaks his back and then the cam- the music and the camera kind of start to fade away. And he breaks his fucking make punches in his face. Yeah. Time takes his mask off and throws it. And you so see I got that broken. poster in my house. Yeah. The, the broken, broken mask broken posters. I saw that and I was like, and... that's what that means. God damn, he did. <clears throat> yeah, it was so yeah, awesome. He's... <laughs> oh, it's I'm, great. Oh. That whole scene is fucking fantastic. If you ask yeah. me, perfect. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I there do. are some bad action sequences in the movie. And most of that is at the very end when it's the mobs versus the... Right, yeah. And it's like, stop from... I hate to say the opposite complaint that we have for Dark for uh, Batman Begins, but the camera's way far back, and yeah. you see everyone's pulling their punches. He's that, yeah, he's got that IMAX white. Yeah, like, it's brutal. That scene sucks. But then you get Bane punching the pillar over and over, and you're like, "I'm oh, yeah, back on board." <laughs> <laughs> and he's pulling out his tubes, and Tally's like, carefully inserting them. That scene is better in the Pete Holmes. With <laughs> it is, yes. when he's doing the stuck it in you, stuck it in I you, in, you lots of times. in all three holes, you'd be surprised at the order. Yeah, <laughs> like, that seems great. Uh, yeah, it's oh. fine. He was doing that for a while, Pete Holmes. That was his, yeah, it was great. I loved it. He Batman for about four years. That's what they were doing. Him and that ginger guy who always played Commissioner Gordon or whoever they needed him to be. Yeah, the same girl who played every character, Rachel, and Kai Al Ghul, same girl every video. Yep. And, and Patton Oswalt good on them. Patton Oswalt was the penguin. And yeah, and, and again, you have the whole, like, Batman doesn't kill, but how many people does he kill in Dark Knight Rises? They, accidentally. Yeah, and they did the whole, he went to sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he went, uh, like, no, Sleepy. he's dead. No, you're wrong. You see that? He's counting sheep. <laughs> no, it's great. Uh, yeah, he kills a lot of fucking people. But thank God it, they he wrapped up a series, and then it was like, oh, that was fucking great. Even if you don't love all three movies, I get it. But yeah. I loved all three movies, and I was like, I don't want anything more. I am satisfied. I'm I'm pulling right. away from the from the plate and the table. I'm done. My meal is finished. I don't want to overstuff. Yeah. Everyone else was like more. So then DC brings back Ben Affleck, like Batman for Ben Affleck, and you're like, "This is what happens oh, when yeah, you go for seconds worse. when there's no more left. They have to create something real quick." 
And it fucking sucks. I don't need Batman. Any- I like the Robert Pattinson ones, though. I'm glad they're doing that. I think they should have skipped everything else between these. Well, right. But that's what I was thinking about the other day was like the, the Batman movie when that came out and everybody was like gushing over it. And I was just like, yeah, it was good, but it's not the best. Like, no, I'm not going to say it's the best one because we've had, like you said before, we've had five other better ones. It's like we have five other better Batman movies. Well, the second I watched it and I completed it, like I texted you and I go, just finished the Batman. Definitely my sixth favorite Batman yeah, movie. Yeah, Exactly, and it was fucking great. I love, yeah. I love that movie. It was great. My Colin sixth Farrell's, favorite Batman uh, movie. Yeah, Colin Farrell's excellence, the Penguin. It's a yeah, nice iteration of the Penguin, and I like uh, uh, Alfred. Uh, what's his name? As Alfred uh, Spiegel. Andy Andy Circus. Yeah, Andy Circus is great. Uh, I, He's like. I hope he whimpers and cries like Michael Kay. <clears throat> oh, run through. I failed you, you cunt. I failed you. Oh, well. I blew up. I blew up because of you. Yeah, they made up. They've made so much shit off Batman since this movie, this trilogy wrapped up. Like, Alfred. They have that Pennyworth series. They have Gotham, which was like 22% pretty good. (laughs) Yeah, I hated Gotham so much. The rest of it's complete nonsense. Is that after Dark Knight Rises? Yeah, that was... Well, God, was Dark Knight that? Rises is 11 years old, keep in mind. Yeah, Dark Knight Rises was 2012. Yeah, the but Gotham was like 2015, I think. Was it that? Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, it was way at, way later. Because I, mean, uh, I, I tried... I got it kind of excited for it, but I was like, oh, this sounds stupid, and it was stupid. Gotham was 20... Oh, God, where is it? I'm sorry, it's 2014. 2014 to 2019. Yeah. It got 100 episodes. They yeah. actually got syndication. No, it's it's not a bad show, but it's not... It's not... You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Imagine being a fan of the Ninja Turtles. Where you're like, I have this. And then they keep, keep making stuff. And it's all very different from the other stuff. And you're like, how do I justify being a fan of all of this? But like, you're not. You're just a fan of the original thing, and that's fine. Right. You don't need to follow every single piece of media they create off this. Yeah. So Gotham's not that good. There's some fun parts of it, but overall kind of sucks. Batwoman show is fucking terrible. Yeah, that's garbage. Uh, we both love Batman, but there's there's more garbage than there is great. It's yeah. true. Well, we got the animated series, which is amazing. Oh, yeah. That still, that still stands the test of time. It's true. That's still good. And our, rest in peace. Harley Quinn just died. Yeah, I saw that. 68, 66? Yeah, that's something that, like that. Yeah, pretty sad. Younger pretty than sad. I expected. Yeah, Kevin Conroy's dead. And and she's dead. And- can I mention... Can I mention that not only is she Harley Quinn... I don't think most, most people realize this. She was the original Harley Quinn. Right. Harley yeah. Quinn didn't exist before she did it. No. She... This... The animated series in 92 was the genesis of Harley Quinn as a character. So yep. we definitely owe a lot more to her. Oh, Paul Dini created her for the cartoon. Yeah. For the Joker and the rest is history. I think people just like assume she was a part of the comic, but she was never in the comic. No, it was the animated series. That's where she came from. She's the greatest thing in the animated series. And that's why that show was so great. Yeah. 
It was only around four or five years, right? I think well, it because it's cartoon, seasons. you know, they only, they're on for like, yeah, I mean, I think each season's like 30 something. Yeah, it's a lot. But it, a it was lot, all but great. All yeah, of it. it. All, they yeah. had episodes Even, that changed TV, like that one episode where they all sat around a table, the mob guys oh, talking yeah. about their Batman Almost stories. That was, yeah, that was awesome. That was fantastic. Well, yeah. Animated series is like one of the greatest. Like, I grew up with that show, and that's like, that's what informs you on how storytelling is yeah. done. And, I mean, what a great fucking... The best Batman voice. Way to grow up. Oh, Kevin Conroy, amazing. Mark Hamill's the Joker. But did you ever hear the Tim Curry's Joker? The original? Yes. Like, Tim Curry was the original Joker, and they said it was too fucking scary, so we had to take it back. It was like, it was dark. It was very Tim different. Tim Curry didn't hold any punches. No. Uh, yeah, I can see that. Um, I can see it's that like being too scary. Him as darkness and legend when he goes, yeah. shit, I'll okay. stand, I don't care. I want to add that to the list because I have not seen that in 25 years, I want to say. The legend? Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's fine. Um, you know how I said there's like movies I loved as a kid, but now yeah. I want to rewatch them and see if they hold up? That's one of them. Oh, yeah. No. Used to love that. You know, because of Tim Curry. Oh, yeah. Um, it's so one it's, of the greatest makeup jobs in cinema history. I remember, like, four things about that movie. Yeah. Two of them are Tim Curry and Tom Cruise. Yeah. And then you got the director. And I think that's all I remember. Ridley, <laughs> like, Ridley, Ridley Scott, Scott. And that's yeah. it. Like, I don't remember anything else. Yeah. That's funny. Nothing. But we should watch that for one of our... Maybe I'll choose that. Oh, yeah. We'll dust that one off. Yeah, I'll put that on the list. So that was your number five was Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, we need to hurry up here, don't we? Um, that was so my number five. Number What's your number four? Uh, Insomnia, which we already talked about. Okay. My number four is Inception, finally. Wow. very Inception was my number seven. Yeah, you had it a lot lower than I did. Yeah, I, I enjoy it. It's a good movie, but compared to the other ones, I feel like it's not as good. I feel like Inception... Is just below um, Batman Begins. Not saying that I don't like it. I do like yeah. it. I've seen it like three times, four times in the theater, I think. Twice. And I have I've heard listen to the soundtrack for days. Oh, and hold I'm on. Let me. I have an audio clip here of dialogue from Inception <laughs> yes. here. Oh. So, all right. So, Maul's here and she's going to. Oh, sorry. So. So we're gonna go into the dream within the dream. I'm I'm sorry, I cannot focus over this. No, it's it, it is true the noise. Uh, but but the airline. I answered. I asked a question during our last movie that we're talking about, and I'm gonna answer it right now. Inception is where the Christopher Nolan hatred started. And yes. It's because of the trailer and the noises and the fact that his sound effect from the trailer in the movie got thrown into every trailer, and that's right. somehow his fault. Right, yeah. It worked perfectly for that because that's a French song that is slowed down to like a, a hundredth of the speed. Right. Which makes sense for the final layer of the dream. And that's his fault for being creative and, and thinking of that and, and slowing down the audio. And that's where I'm like, why? I understand if you don't think he's a genius. I'm not. I get that. But saying he's a fucking hack because no. because you think his movies are too visible to everyone. It's like a fucking punk attitude that I hate. I hate that in the punk scene. 
Like, let them fucking be. They're fine. They're good. Like, let them just do their thing. Like, just because they're making money doesn't mean they're sellouts. It means they want to feed their kids and shit. <laughs> like, well, yeah, right. Exactly. Uh, but in- Inception was a movie that I saw in the theater, and I went, I fucking love that. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. And then I saw it again in the theater. And I was like, that was just as good. And I got nothing out of it the second time more than it did the first time. Yeah. And then I started watching it at home where I got to kind of focus on things. You can kind of freeze frame, you know, and look at it and like, oh, yeah. what is this scene? And you get to watch the subtitles, which is great at home. And that's when I really began to fall in love with this movie. And I think it's way better than people give it credit for. I think people oh, yeah. overthink it and like, it's not complicated. It really isn't. What I don't know what people don't understand about it. Well, it's his most James Bond-esque movie, too. Definitely. It's it's definitely the... This and Tenet are a perfect one-two punch. Yes, I would agree. They should be in the same box, though. <clears throat> they should. It, yeah. It's. I almost wish they would have cast the same people. Because it is very, very similar to what you were mentioning before when I was out, when I was going to get uh, out of the room. This is this and Tenet James Bond scripts. Yeah. They're fashioned in this weird um, dream world, which quite literally an in inception, but even Tenet dream world, which is this, it's, it's a conceptual reality, which is a yeah. place that doesn't exist, but in, it does in this movie. And I love this movie more than Tenet because this one has characters I actually care about. You mentioned earlier that Christopher Nolan gets gets uh, beaten apart or t- taken down for not having relatable characters with emotions. I completely disagree with that. Right. I think you can have a character that has the core... They are a little boring, don't get me wrong. They are. But they have that emotional core, which is him losing his wife. And you see all of that, and you feel it. And I don't... Th- I think this is the one movie where I don't agree at all. With lack of emotion, because it is fucking brutal when she jumps out that window. Oh, yeah. And so much so that you understand why she did it, and why she believed that she needed to do it, and why he's upset about it. That's That says a lot, if you ask me. Right. But the only plot hole in that movie, well, there might be a few, but the biggest one, though, is how does... How do you not have DiCaprio come back to America? He's forced to not go back to America. He's, not, he's on the no-fly zone because he murdered his wife, they say, even though she committed suicide. It's yeah. pretty obvious she committed suicide because he was in the other room across the, the way. So even if you're like... Jump pattern would tell you. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And like, that's the only problem I have with that move was like, well, how, he wouldn't be wanted for murder. It'd be obviously a suicide. And yes. like the whole thing was... Oh, but she planted the idea in her head. No, but no one would know that. I, I completely agree. No, but she, he says it has a line where he goes, she sent letters to a psychiatrist deeming she was sane. And it's like, right. yes, but the trajectory of her jump is completely across the street. Yeah. You can't jump that far from while you're sitting on the balcony. No, I, I, I completely agree with what you're saying. It's it is ludicrous, and I every single time I watch that, I think about that. Yeah. But he wanted the emotion. He he does. Yeah, 
For being judged for not being emotional, he went, I'm going to go with emotion over reason here. I want that shot of him watching her fall out. Because really what it should have been is he walks in that hotel room that she staged to look like the fight happened. And then she jumps out that window, but he's inside. It's not a cinematic. Right. That's the reality of what should have happened, but he, yeah. he kind of compromised and... I don't. I don't think he should have in that in that specific scene. No. Again, we are nitpicking. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you're gonna find something wrong with every movie, but it's a yes. Like overall, the movie is really good and very well done, and it's yeah, it's it's. I'm kind of surprised it wasn't higher on my list, but I just felt like compared to the top three that I have. Yeah. They just don't come near the high end. This is the, this is the masterpiece. We're in the fucking platinum level right now. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. But inception is in the platinum level for me. Um, it really is. I, and like I said, it meant it gets, it gets downgraded so much when you listen to fanboys and, and movie theory guys and just review people and, well, like I said, watch it. I, it's fucking great. It's a great movie. A lot of people who watch... Well, again, a lot of people who watch these these first reaction videos, they love Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. They go, that movie was great. That was a great movie. Or uh, uh, Inception. That was a great movie. Uh, they don't make movies like this. This is fucking great. I love this movie. And it's just, I think it's the jaded guys yes. who are mad at movies right now are going to pitch and moan about guys who are you know more talented and more, more popular just because it's the it's populism. It's, they hate populists. They don't. They don't want to be like. Yeah, it's not cool. That's cool not to be cool, you know. But this—that's like, okay. exactly what I was asking you during our last segment, which is why and when. Now, I nailed when because it was Inception. Did Christopher Nolan movies right. become fuck you? You're such a fucking hack. Like, shut up. Just make a movie. Stop with your annoying bullshit. Like that's literally how you would read these comments and videos of people watching his movies and, and it's like it was a very very specific movie with his thoughts and and a, a dream sequence within a dream se- like that is crazy that he made that into a hollywood blockbuster you yeah, should you, that, honestly you should feel fucking yeah. lucky that you got to see this movie oh absolutely and he sets it all up the payoff and stuff are all there yes you say the further you go down the longer it is in the dream world you know, if you're under for eight hours, it could be 800 years or, you know, whatever. It's, it's a like, lifetime. And it's, that's what, that's the part yeah. where I was like, outside of my number one, this is my number two emotional core movie. Because mm. I feel like this one, like when he's, I'll admit, every single time I watch this movie, I tear up at some point. Because when he's talking to Maul, like his memory of Maul. Yeah. And she's like, you said we lived together forever. And he's like, we yeah. did. Or grow old together. And he goes, we yeah. did. And it cuts yeah. to them as old hands holding each other yeah. over the train track. He, and you see that for the first time? Fucking every great. every time I cry. They were they were there for like 50 years. He's like trying. He, yeah, they had a whole life together <laughs> in the screen world. And it's like, he's lived two lifetimes. Yes. That's why he's kind of jaded and just like, doesn't. but he wants to see his kids. Because his kids are real. And they're, they're still young. And Jade and Pippa. Yeah, yes. They, they don't grin. They don't grin. They're not children. What about Pippa? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, but she, uh, you're right. He's jaded at this point. He's already lived. And when you realize that for the first time, because every time you see it, it's, it's uh, what's what's her name? Sorry. Um, Elliot. 
French actress. No, the French actress. Mole. Oh, Marianne Cotillard. Yeah, it's Marianne Cotillard, and yeah. she's sitting there, and she's on the train track, and she's... Oh. That's her. And then suddenly, yeah. it, you, it shows you reality, which is two old people. Yeah. Just two random old actors laying there. And you realize they yeah. did grow old together in this third in the yeah. subconscious because it, it's yeah. unlimited time. So, so he literally lived lifetimes there with her. Yeah. And he's like, yeah. I already did this. And yeah. he's arguing with himself. And I think that's... Yeah. I, I mean, I get it on surface level. You're not going to get emotion. But really, when you think about that, that is insanely emotional. Are you kidding me? That's crazy. Oh, Oh yeah, no, that's the thing. But, I think, but, the, but the one thing that is a distraction and it just kind of kills the movie for me, Ellen Page. I think she's the weak link in the chain of Inception. She is. She's the audience surrogate. That's it. Right. It's just like okay. Eh. Can't disagree. Eh. It's like they could have gotten anybody else. Who was who was a a, a, a B grade kid your kid actor turned an actress at that point. Emma Watson? Think Emma Watson could have been that part better? I, I I'll be honest with you. It is such an underwritten part. Doesn't fucking matter. No. It is. It is. A, it is an obvious hole in the movie. Her no. character. It doesn't matter who you put in there. There's nothing written for them. No. Because well, imagine if they put a fucking you know, who's in, who? Kathy Bates is in that role. My favorite actress. And I'll be sitting yeah. there watching. I'm like, I love Kathy Bates. Oh yeah. Who's Kathy Bates in this movie? I have no fucking idea. Oh, she can draw a few things. Yeah. That's it. Draw me an exit in this maze. Okay, you oh, oh you feel you did a great good job. Start over. <laughs> I do love that scene. Was a dick. Um, we should move on, right? Inception's great. It's not confusing at all. I don't. I still hear people talking about how confusing it is, and I'm like, I don't get confused at all during this movie. Yeah, I, I, not, yeah, I just not once was I confused the first time I watched it. I no. Christopher Nolan is a smart writer, and he explains things to you as they happen. And I was like, yeah, okay, okay we're in a third dream. His mind, people. Yeah. Yeah, what's your number three? Number three, and this is uh, Memento. Number three. All right, so that's the end of our show. I understand that this is where uh, I love Memento. This is where we... There's two other movies that I like more for other reasons. I know what your other two are, clearly. It's pretty obvious. question is, what order are they in? And I hope you have them in the right order. Okay, so, Memento, we'll get to that. My number three is The Dark Knight. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and again, you could see the way I just saw your top three. It's completely (laughs) interchangeable. Oh, absolutely, yeah. If you told me The Dark Knight is the best movie ever made, I'd be like, okay, yeah. yeah." I agree. I mean, can't argue with that. But, like, I have two yeah. of the same director. It's the, it's the Exorcist thing that right, we talked yeah. about for our Exorcist review. Where it's like, Exorcist is the best horror movie ever made. I'm like, it's not even the best Exorcist movie. Right. <laughs> but it, I can see if you put these two at the yeah. top five of your horror movie list. I get it. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, The Dark Knight is number three. 
Uh, let's talk about the Dark Knight, which we already did during our Dark Knight Rises talk, but pretty much, yeah. Um, it's a great movie. What else do you have it to is. say about it? Honestly, it's been talked to to death. It has been. It's to been death. Since, yeah. It's perfect. It's a perfect movie. <clears throat> it is a perfect movie. Yeah, it is. I love it. It's equal parts. One of our favorite movies, Michael Mann's Heat. Yeah. It's Heat mixed with like. How do you mix Heat with Batman with like. Um, why am I blinking? The, the, the French. French connection, connection, like during those chase sequences through Chicago. Oh, sure, yeah. Like, how do you no, mix no. all that together and have it work perfectly? Is beyond when me. that fucking semi flips over. Yeah, it's one of the greatest actions, and it's so simple. It's like two shots. It's no, there's no cuts. It's just so simple. It's a tighter shot. It's a wide shot, tight shot, and then it flips over. Right. And it's real. All one. He one shot that for real. Yeah, it's all real. Motherfucker flipped all a real. semi. Flipped it. For real. Crazy. And that's why Dark Knight's my number one. Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I figured as much. Um, do we need to say anything else to Dark Knight? Like, I feel like we're just repeating everyone no, really. at this point. So, okay, let's move on. Yeah, What's number two? I think everybody loves the Dark Knight. So, so number two, you're number two or you're number three? What's your number two then? My number two is the prestige. All right, we agree on the number two. Wow, okay. I love the prestige. Which is why Memento is number three. It almost is equal. It's almost equal. Because if I'm on a plane or if I'm anywhere, the prestige is on, I watch it, no matter what. Yeah. I've seen the prestige like probably twenty times. Having a child. If we put on a video, if he's like having the greatest time, he'll sit there. Uh, this is gonna be a visual gag for for the podcast listeners, so check out the video. But he'll be doing like the craziest shit, and we'll put on a video with audio. It's like the wheels on the bus, but he'll be like, uh, wheels on the bus go around, yeah. and he just stares at the screen like this. This is my jam. That's the prestige. Yeah, I yeah, I completely agree. I, uh, um, it's just, it's a great, and it's all done. What's funny is, like, you watch Batman Begins, where it was a stu- pretty much a studio movie, prestige is a studio movie. <clears throat> After this, Nolan never goes back to the studio. It's all location, like, at this point. He doesn't want to be in Dark Knight Rises comes after... Or, or Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises, Inception. They're all outside. They're not in sets. Right? Oh, you just reminded me of something about Dark Knight Rises, which is part of the reason I like it more than you. Hmm. If I could real quick, 30 Days of Night. Does the... When Bane takes over, does it not yeah. give you 30, nights of, 30 Days of <laughs> Night vibes? Oh, yeah, kind of. Part yeah. of the reason yeah. I love that movie so much when I saw it. That's... Yeah. Just going to put that out there. They're very similar because you can't leave your house because Bane yeah. will get you. <laughs> like, I love that stuff. Bane's chasing. Yes, it really is. Yeah. God? No God. <laughs> you no can see God. him doing that speech. Yeah. No God. <laughs> nah. He's gonna kill my boy. Yeah. When he's making doing the sarcastic voice. From the golden explaining everything. Harvey Dent was the killer. 
He tried to kill my boy. Well, half of the Pittsburgh Steelers watch on. Yes, they kill all of them. Except for Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward and, and Ben live. <laughs> the yeah. rest of the fucking team is done. <laughs> I can live to rape again. No, that's, a, that's unsubstantiated. Rapeless burger survives. Allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. But, um... Athletes yeah, are no, the one like, people I give a, a bit of a pass, pardon the pun, right. for yeah. rape allegations because people do right. try to take them down with their name and oh, get famous. Yeah. It is true. It yeah. happens all the time. Well, remember when Kobe, Kobe, Kobe was on that trial for that rape yeah. case and he was playing basketball during the trial. Like he would go, go do a deposition and he would go play, you know, win the fucking championship game that year. I mean, it's just insane. Just crazy. But that's what, uh, like the prestige. Yeah. The prestige. Fallon. You got, you got Ziggy, Star- Ziggy Stardust playing uh, Tesla. Yes. Oh, that's that's the other thing. They gotta get into too. David Bowie is in this movie as Tesla, and he's oh, fantastic. Perfect. 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 He's fantastic. And Andy Serkis is in it too. Andy Serkis is in it too, <laughs> working yeah. for Tesla. I've already been the machine. <laughs> yeah. He's like. His job is to follow uh, uh, Wolverine around. Apparently. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. No, it's it's a movie that I've seen two thousand times. Yeah, and can see something new every single time I watch it. I love it. I'm like, oh, he knows. Like, I'm just you come up with new theories in your head, or you come up with like, oh, that's what that is. That's what they're referring to. And it has like the dilemmas of like, is it better to like? How do I explain this? He clones himself but lets himself drown every single night of his life. How do you come to grips with that? And you don't know if you're going to be in the box or you're not going to be in the box. If you're the man that comes out or you're the man in the box. Because in the movie, it's proven that you're not. You're the man in the box. box. You're the man in the box. No, I'm not that. No, I'm the. Yeah. The first time. So he died that first experiment. He killed, basically Hugh Jackman. He died dead. every single night of the movie. In, in the mo- middle of the movie, so Hugh Jackman's dead. He's already yes. dead. This is a clone for the next two hours as, as a clone. But like, there's crazy. there's a great diversion in the movie, which is uh, Algiers lies about going to uh, Tesla. He just completely lies about it. Going to America, going to te- he creates this fake journal. Uh, I went to America, to Colorado, and met Tesla and. I did these experiments, and he completely makes it up. And then uh, Hugh Jackman's character—he's actually Angier. Sorry, uh, Alfred Borden is Christian right, Bale because he but, writes the same journal, and, and he, he yes. went to Tesla and got a machine built by Tesla. Yes, and but, Tesla's the one says, "I already built it." Hugh Jackman goes there, and he's like, "He's not helping me at all." And he finally comes back and he creates a, a machine and it's like completely different from reality. Yeah. It's like these two, these two different uh, magicians competing, one with false information, the other one benefiting from that false information because he actually gets yeah. a machine from the guy. Yeah. But it's like none of it matters because Hugh Jackman's stuff. He's obsessed. He's obsessed. But none of it matters because Christian Bale wasn't using anything. He just has a twin. Yeah. 
And that's kind of the yeah. whole point of the movie for me is, right? Like I'm, I was lying to you, dude. I have no fucking idea what you're doing over there. Like, what the fuck are you doing with a machine? I'm just yeah, fucking yeah. with you. I just have a twin at the end. You, <laughs> it's like with a fucking with the, with the uh, uh, transported van. He just couldn't get get around it. It's the same man. I'm done. <laughs> yes. I said, but he's using a double. Yeah. I'll find you. It's the same double. man goes into the box, comes out the other one. <laughs> it's the same man. The prestige is the same man. That's not right, and yes, impossible. And I will say this: one hundred percent, watch this movie. Stop right now, watch the movie. Yeah. But oh, yeah. to give spoilers, there is four. I want. How many you want to say twists there are at the end here, before oh, they get yeah. to the final twist, which oh, yeah. is. It's like A, there's the twist of Angier goes the Christian Bale character, his character, right, he goes, yeah. where it's like, I wrote this to you now while you're sitting in prison. And he's like, yeah. oh, okay. Because part of it is Christian Bale's waiting trials to get hanged. Yeah. And he's like, because they're competing, and Christian or Hugh Jackman's character has like, his real wife died drowning. His yeah. secretary or his assistant, Scarlett Johansson, they, she goes back and forth between them working for both. But he doesn't ever know what's real. And he's like writing this fake journal. They're both writing fake journals. Yeah. And he's like, that's, so that's twist number one, which is the fake journal. Hugh Jackman's like, I write this now as you sit there in jail. You know, blah, blah, blah. They both do that to each other. So that's two twists. Yeah. And then you get the twist of. Uh, Christian Bale does the abracadabra before he gets hung and, yeah. and yeah. turns up at the other place with his daughter and uh, yeah. uh, Michael Caine. You get the twist where he shows up with Hugh Jackman and he's like, how did you... And he shoots him and he's like, how did you... Uh, A twin. <laughs> like he figures it out twin. right away. Uh, there was a look on their faces. Uh. <laughs> yes. I believe it was possible. No, it's a movie where it's like it sucks to be a woman because Rebecca Hall kills herself. Yeah, fucking uh, Billy Piper Barabo drowns to death. Yeah, she dies. Scarlett Johansson gets out clean just by running away from all of them. Yeah, and it's like it's sad as shit because uh, Christian Bale goes. He has his side character. What's his other name? Um, Oh, I I... starts an F. Oh God, what is it? Blinking on it. But he goes. <clears throat> he's like, we both love one of them. I yeah. loved Olivia. I-, I love Sarah. He loved Olivia. So <laughs> the dead girl is the one he loved, the survivor. So it's even sadder. <clears throat> when, that, when that one part where... Um, you know what? This is going to be my number two emotional Christopher Nolan movie. And then Inception. Oh, Prestige? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of emotion in yeah. this one. Why are people judging him yeah. for not having emotion? Fuck you. Well, and then he always, they always say, oh, he underwrites women characters. And like, oh, he does, okay. especially this movie. Oh, I just, but that's their, they're, they're, the, they're the catalyst. Is, oh, uh, oh, Charlotte Johansson is just there. She doesn't really offer anything. She doesn't really do anything in the movie. She's just kind of there. But the catalyst yes. is the dead wife. Piper Rebecca Hall. In Rebecca Hall. Well, Piper Parabo is the main one because she dies first. And that's what causes. That's the, Hugh Jackman's wife. Magi- magician, yeah. yeah. What, what, what? Uh, not that you tie, Bolton. She's the only one that's worth crying over. How did you not remember? Looks. Yeah, and, the, and I love yeah. that scene because they play it like two or three times, and it's true because 
he wasn't the, the he wasn't the Borden that was there yeah. when the knot was tied. Yeah. And that's when you realize when you watch it again, you're like, oh, yeah. he literally didn't know because he didn't tie it. There's two brothers, and yeah. one of them is a sidekick. And I love the fact that he's always there. But I, I would this movie would be substantially worse if you just never heard of the second twin, of the other twin. But the fact that you see him throughout the movie, and he's like helping the daughter, he has these emotional moments without speaking a word. With his family. Right. And he's clearly the guy who cares about the wife and daughter, Rebecca Hall and the daughter. He's like giving them the ball and he's like talking to Rebecca Hall. Like he's the one who yeah. cares. If that didn't have yeah. that well, and you she, just. She had that line. Well, she has that line in the movie where she goes, well, you, it's real city. You said you loved me and you mean it today. Because that's the one that loved her. Yeah. And the other time when he says, I don't mean it today. Oh, no, I don't love you. Someday don't you don't mean you. it. Sarah, secrets off my life. Yeah, and that's why I think the emotional element of the movie is is stabled because some days you don't mean it, and it's nice to know when you do. That's the saddest fucking line in retrospect when you watch the movie again because she literally lived with two men, and one of them loved her, one of them didn't give a shit. Yeah. That's fucked up. Yeah. Um, And the survivor loved her the most, but she's dead now. Yeah, and and it's... it's, (laughs) I want your punani. Yeah. She Give it was... to me, girl. Give me your punani. Don't hang yourself with the bird. Are you asking me to play a Steven Seagal song? Yes. Okay. What do you want to hear? Oh, God. What was, what was still on the list that we haven't heard? Don't You Cry, Girl It's Alright, Jory, Jealousy, Music, My God, Route 23, The Light, War. Route 23 has got to be like a country music version. All right. Steven Seagal. Go I'm driving down Route 23. All eyes are on me. Oh, it's so loud. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we're going to hear some Roger Waters? Bluesy. Hold on. My, 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 from the shoebox. My daddy came from far away. Are we going to hear some accents right now? Oh, God. We should play some money on this. Cancer from the steels. Did my daddy love me? Don't you know? I'm just a little black boy. It's the jerk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Wait. All right. Black boy, what? I'm going to I'm gonna say... A poor black child. I'm going to say... No accent, but definitely soulful. What do you want to bet? Based on these lyrics. Oh, it's absolutely. It, it, it sounds like it's going to be his country western song. Look at look at this. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Alabama, Mississippi. Louisiana. Are you going to say accent or no accent? Uh, see, that's retarded. Um, he's going to be. It's going to be his country song. He's going to have twang in his. His twang. Okay. Twang. I'm going no accent. Okay. Don't let me down, Steven. I lost this fucking intro. This sounds like a Roger Waters song, I'm only bad. My mama found in a shoebox. My daddy people came from far away. Same voice. Hold on, hold on. My daddy people. 
What a fucking alien way to say that. My daddy people put me away. I don't hear an accent, though. No, he's not doing an accent. He's just, he's doing his boring singing now. The rich folks. My daddy had to work to pay. To pay, get it? Uh, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana. Kentucky, Texas, or Canada. You're from Michigan, motherfucker. I'm gonna name my city. It's like Red Hot Chili Pepper lyrics. Yeah. Oh, he says black love here in a second. I want to hear how he says this. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the lyrics. <laughs> right here. Black love is what you give me. Black love, I'll take it if you don't give it to me. Oh, God. Is a black lung reference? Cancer from the I think so. Lung cancer? Is that what this fucking song is? Oh, Dick, you talked over it, but listen to this. He, he sings. Ready? Just don't feed us kids and me. Back in the day. Oh shit, I skipped over it. Hold on. From the Here we go. Ready? I will say this. If you're into bland music, it's not really not that bad. Like it's it's the blandening. It's perfectly oh ignorable. Jesus. If I didn't know it was Steven Seagal, I wouldn't be making fun of it. This song, at least. It's, oh, it's, it's, it's like bad. A, it's, it's just it's bad. So bad. It's like, it's it's no, Mr. Steven Seagal, come to the island, man. Punani. You know what I mean? There's a difference. Oh, this song oh, is man. the best of the worst. <laughs> I can't listen anymore, though. Uh, this is oh, no, we got another, another day for that. Because, that, oh, God, it's his... His voice is the best. <laughs> <laughs> a fire alarm going off. All right, what is your number one? It's Dark Knight, right? Dark Knight's number one. Okay, my number one, Memento. Well, yeah, like I said, they could almost interchange. Yeah. Prestige, Memento, and Dark Knight. They, they're all equally good. It's just, I'd say, because I saw Dark Knight more in the theaters. That was a big impact on me watching that movie. And then I would say also Memento is equally big and Prestige was equally big. Three yeah. movies are just incredible. Those three movies? Yeah. As much as I, I, I love Dark Knight Rises, I can't say it's better than Dark Knight. The way I right. phrase it is if, I given a cho- if I'm given a choice to be entertained, I'm going to watch Dark Knight Rises. If, I watch, like, if I'm in the movie to watch a great fucking movie, I'm watching Dark Knight. Yeah. It's, it's a categorical difference um but the memento i didn't get to watch it originally in the theater but uh, about 10 years ago i want to say it was in the theater here locally for one day and i drove across the fucking city to watch it it was way like in scottsdale scottsdale is like 40 minutes away during the day and I was, yeah, fuck it. I'm doing it. I, I can't miss this, man. Like, I have to no. watch. It's my, it's literally my second favorite movie of all time. Yeah. Right, Shawshank exactly. Memento. 
That's it. Yeah. yeah. Those are my top two. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely do that with theater. And that's why I have part of a problem with the Nolan hate for not having emotional characters is the reason I love Memento is because of the emotional element. Oh, absolutely. The man is trying desperately to avenge his wife's death and has no idea how to do it, and his own brain is working against him. Absolutely. And that's, you're John G. Yeah, you're, you can be my John G. I thought you, I thought you remember Lenny, and you didn't. Yeah. With that, that reveal. So we found end. another. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds like a... Make some money. Speaking of uh, speaking of Harley Quinn from the Batman yeah. series, animated series, he sounds like her in that scene. Oh man! Yeah, but I will cool. say, if you haven't seen it, it's it's fucking perfect. It is oh, yeah. my second favorite movie of all time. Like that's the highest praise I can give it. Um, oh yeah, it's I, it's one of those movies like someone watched that. I I have a friend in high school who recommended all these movies to me. And let me just say these three movies, because this is the three he recommended. And let me know if he's, if I should keep talking to him. He recommended The Shawshank Redemption. Uh Memento. Usual Suspects. Wow, yeah. And I'm like, two of those fucking three movies are my top two. The other one's like 11 or 12, like something like just outside of top 10. Right. But I watched all three of those movies on the same day. Oh, wow. And I was like, this is the greatest, fu- greatest fucking day of my life. And I because fu- I went to the video store after he recommended them. I'm like, got them. And just had like the greatest fucking day watching VHSs of these movies. Yeah. Because ah. it was VHS in 2000 still. Well, yeah. Well, yes. Uh, yeah. Um, there's actual uh, pre, pre, uh, pre-cell phone. It's all the flip phones yeah. in this movie. And it's, it's, it takes pictures with the Polaroid camera. Now it should be on the cell phone because the Android. Even, no, it's, uh, they're, I just saw that they're doing phone. a remake of Memento. Oh, they can't do that. That's I'll amazing. show you here. I didn't know that till just before we started recording, but look at this. So this is Nolan, his writing credits, upcoming. It's not him directing it, thank God. But look at this. <laughs> Memento, based on a screenplay by. And it's like, I give it a 10, right? It's got an 8.4. The movie's already perfect. Why do you feel the fucking need to remake it? What are they possibly going to add to this story that makes it better? The backstory to um, the Carrie Ann Moss character. A character who's just there to be a piece of shit. Oh, yeah. And momentarily great. sympathetic. That's her yeah. character. Wait, because you retard. You, you yeah. retard. Would you wife a whore? Because your wife a whore, you're going to remember it anyway. You're probably sick of the heck if so many venereal diseases from your whore wife. Yeah. That's <laughs> so she says. Your wife. He goes, retard. Yeah, and throws her. Fucking Dodd. Dodd did this. <laughs> exactly. No, it's, Why am I running? Oh. I There's a scene in the movie where he goes, okay, so the main plot of Memento, if you're really, really obnoxious and just do not want to watch the movie for some reason, he has short-term memory loss. He cannot remember things more than like two minutes. And that's two minutes of like really focusing. But if something else comes up, yeah. he has like a goldfish memory. 
But there's a point where he breaks into a hotel room. <clears throat> First of all, he kicks in the wrong door and knocks out of some stranger. And he realizes the six flipped over to a nine. <laughs> he goes, oh, sorry. <laughs> goes over to nine. Yeah, yeah. Kicks in the door. Grabs a wine bottle as, as a weapon because he thinks Dot is there. He sits there and waits. And he's like, ah, I got the drop on him. Funny, I don't feel drunk. That's <laughs> the exact line. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, I don't feel drunk. What's going on? And then suddenly he's like taking off. He takes a shower because he, he thinks yeah. it's his yeah, hotel yeah. room. Exactly. And then, and then the guy breaks in and he's like, beats the shit out of him and puts some duct tape over his mouth. And he's like, who the fuck are you? He's like, you're in my hotel room. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> it's great. It's a comedic bit without being comedic. Oh, and uh, this uh, the uh, clerk in the hotel room. Oh, where he, he keeps Bobby. charging him for different rooms. Yeah, Mark, uh, Boo, our favorite character actor, Mark Boone Jr. Mark Boone, Mark Boone Jr. Yeah, he. Yeah, he's in this. He's in a, He's in a couple of Nolan movies for a time, and he just never comes back. I think he's After just in. Gets he's done. And that's why I, I partially relate Nolan movies to Thirty Days a Night. Because he's in two Nolan movies. I think he's just in the two. This and Dark Knight. Or, sorry, The Batman Begins. Yeah, well... And um, then he's in 30 Days a Night. Like, right around the same time. Yeah. And I was like, God, I love this guy. <laughs> but, um... I do want to share... Should I play the scene where he does the wine bottle thing? Because it is, like, the greatest comedic bit ever. <laughs> uh, When the hell is it? Shit, I'm a John fucking G. Yeah, it's the yeah. It's after this. The movie runs backward, if you're not familiar with that. So where the color version ends, it goes to black right. and white and that moves forward. But the black and white version when it cuts oh, sorry. The the black and white moves forward, but the black and white oh, color, goddamn. That scene will end where the previous segment began. Right. Is the best way I can describe it. And that little thing, Nolan, we saw during the Honest movie trailer thing, that makes sense to me when I watch that. Because he's going, here's here's the loop. We have to draw segments between here and here and here and here and here and here and here. Mm-hmm. That way his emotional connection is the same in both. That way it ties together. And I'm like, that's the simplest way you can describe it. I get that completely. <laughs> But. Oh, it's right here. It's before this. Hold on one second. I'm pulling this up. God damn. It's got to be after this then, right? Yeah. I do love the fact that Mark Boone Jr. admits straight to his face. Hey, you wouldn't notice, so I charge you two rooms, double build you. You're not going to remember. Right. Isn't he get shot? He gets, you cried when he died on Sons of Anarchy? <laughs> oh, I did. Bobby? Bobby he gets yeah. killed so brutally. I never I never finished that show. Couldn't do it. I was like, eh. Couldn't. I got through the second season. Like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to come back on this show. Oh, so it's moving backwards. So it must be, it's right here. There's a great scene where Leonard is running. Oh, he covers himself with tattoos, so he trusts his own handwriting, which is an aspect of the movie I fucking love. 
if it's not in his handwriting, he doesn't trust it. So he'll write in like the back of Polaroids. There's a there's a point where uh, Joey Pants is like, make sure you write down that I'm trustworthy, and he's like, yeah, writes it in a different handwriting so he knows not to trust that. I love that yeah. stuff. The attention to details is is part of the aspect of the movie I love the most. But anyway, he's he's chasing a guy. He has, he's chasing Dodd. He has no idea why he's getting shot at. And he's like, <laughs> and he stops. And he's like, all right, so there he is. I'll chase him. He's like, oh, nope, he's chasing me. He's chasing me. Exactly. <laughs> and he runs away. Oh, he's chasing me. Love it. Oh, yeah. It's, it's Guy Pierce. You know, Guy Pierce, who's made a great, big career now, just showing up in random movies and being the best part of them. Usually. Yeah, he's the best part of a, a decently, a greatly casted movie. Decent movie, though. Um, Lawless. Did you see that, Dick? Lawless? Oh, yeah. Lawless. No, yeah. great, good movie. The and movie Tom itself, Hardy's the movie itself is like, eh, that was, uh, that was, that was good. The cast yeah. is fucking incredible yeah, in that movie. Great. Yes, but, it's got half of Nolan's cast from other movies in there. But Guy Pat Guy Pierce is like, he wears gloves because he has like a sensitivity to dirt. <laughs> it's such yeah, a weird. Dandy, yeah. And you have uh, call me a fucking dance. Tom Hardy is like the he he's in his Bane oh. performance, so he's got these giant. But he tries to hide it with a sweater, and it doesn't work at all. No. <laughs> uh, I love that movie. Only because I can tell what was happening during the movie when I'm watching it. I saw it in the theater, and I'm like, this is an in-between movie for everyone. It's so bizarre. All right, but here's the scene I was talking about. Room 6. Not his handwriting. By the way, since this movie came out, I've been obsessed with getting a mid-2000s Jaguar. Uh, ah! This exact car. Yeah. <laughs> this is all shot in Burbank, by the way. You recognize this hotel? Alright, so the note says ho- uh, room nine. <laughs> That's not the Sapphire Inn. Oh, the Safari Inn. I'm sorry, Safari Inn. It's it's a, I mean he, he does the same thing and breaks into the right apartment after this. Only there's nobody there. Yeah. He goes in, sneaks into the hotel room, and then sits with the wine bottle. I'll I'll show that here. It's right here. I have that ready. We can share this without getting banned. This is real quick. He breaks in, finds a wine bottle, and is like, all right, I'm gonna wait for this guy. The music's like, dun, 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 dun. and he's like, all right, I'm gonna wait. And that's when you get the punchline. Says need a weapon. Yes, I'll do. It's like a video game. Only a video game if it deleted your save memory after five seconds. Yeah. Uh, it's not oh, he keeps readjusting. He keeps like adjusting a bra strap because he has a Polaroid camera around his left arm. And that's how long it takes. 
feel drunk. Feel drunk. <laughs> I will say this. Perfect movie. Oh yeah. It's a ten. Like it's it's one of the few perfect movies. There's some that come close, there are nines, but this is probably the one that you can say is a ten for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'll say this: to if you if you don't give it a ten, what's your reason for not giving it a ten? I'm honestly yeah. curious. I'm not I'm not like calling you out. I'm just saying like, right? What's your reasoning for not? It's perfectly written script. Him and Jonathan fucking nailed it. We didn't even talk about his brother in this on these two show, two episodes, but his brother West uh, Westworld, fucking incredible writer, wrote a lot of Christopher Nolan stuff. Jonathan Nolan. Jonathan Nolan is a great writer. Oh yeah, he's he's good. He's really good. meticulous. They both are meticulous, which is the best word I can describe them with. They're both they're both idea guys with being crazy ideas, but meticulous with their note keeping and how they're going to execute those those crazy ideas, and right. it definitely pays off. Oh yeah, because think of Tenet. That really it's like Memento happening twice at once right it really is that's how i picture uh tenant it's just the movie itself is kind of lackluster if you ask me but yeah it's two mementos happening at once where you're like trying to keep track of this is happening but this is happening and then you get uh, the other way you know what i mean it's like double the work and they fucking make it look effortless and that's, that's oh yeah it's nuts yeah it's nuts yeah it's it's uh and it's based on a short story that Jonathan Nolan wrote for a magazine. Yeah. And no, and Christopher Nolan wrote the script around it. So basically, I, I, I think the difference is, oh god, I, I can't remember now off the top of my head, but the, because it's short, it's not a very long story. That's the thing. He turned to this big movie, so it goes a little bit deeper than the story does. Sorry, for which movie? Memento. Okay. Because it's based on a short story by Jonathan Nolan. The only thing he did different from the short story was he added in the flashbacks. He added in the changes. Is that what it was? Like? Yeah. Right. Okay. The, the short story is pretty pretty straightforward. Is it? Okay. Yeah. And that's what... This is exactly why I, I bunch in the same directors. The four same four directors every single time. Because this is Christopher Nolan. And then the same thing with... Uh, so I mentioned Nolan, Tarantino, Kevin Smith, and then uh, Aronofsky. They all have very similar starts and then took very different paths from there. Which is the yeah, short, the, the, the very independent movie. The only difference was Tarantino's was in color. That's the only real difference. Yeah, uh, really. Reservoir yeah. Dogs was in color. That's, that's about it. But they all took very different paths from there. And they're both, they're, all four of them can be really great with what they're given and what they come up with. But... Kevin Smith, unfortunately, is mm. the one who falls flat. <laughs> I hate to say it every time, but oh yes, absolutely. It's just he is the he had bottom a of the total pole. He had a chance to in, in the but the total. But yeah, yeah. Every time he tried to branch he's out, he just, he just failed. And there's a fire. There's a fire, a tiki fire. It's burning that bottom of the uh, total pole. Yeah, so you don't even recognize him anymore. But honestly, like, I mean, let me know if you disagree with me. Those are the four directors who are like tied together in my mind because of their similar beginnings. 
In the seventies, it would have been like you yeah. know Lucas and Scorsese, like all those guys. But now, you know, in the nineties, late nineties, early two thousands, it was those guys. Those oh, four sure. guys yeah, are very tied yeah. together in my brain. No. And I, ow! I hit my elbow. Holy fucking shit! That hurt. Funny bone. <laughs> no, it's not funny. <laughs> it's a Kevin Smith movie. Don't laugh. <laughs> Really angry I feel like we've been making fun of Kevin Smith for two weeks straight for no reason. Love the guy. <laughs> no, he said he's a, he's a great storyteller and a great yeah. comedian, but his movies are lackluster at best. Which his new ones are not very good at he all. He doesn't. He did. He knows that. But he's got a fan base and they support him enough. So yeah, him. he's doing his own thing, and kudos to him. I hope he keeps yeah. doing it. I will yeah. never watch Clerks three or Jan Bob two. But kudos to you if that's what you want to do, Kevin. He seems like such a fucking cool dude that I wish he could keep doing what he wants to forever. I have no ill will. But like the other three directors I mentioned are are crushing it. <laughs> Unfortunately, one of them is a is a New York cabbie married to Jennifer Lawrence. Who who I don't like, if I'm being honest. <clears throat> Darren Aronofsky? Yeah. Yo, I'm Darren Aronofsky. I fucking married this bitch. What are you going to do about it? That's a, that's my Aronofsky impression. I make some heady fucking dramas. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> I did a movie with, with Hugh Jackman. <laughs> he played a it's, it's That's in my top five as well. Yeah, that I'll say this. Not top I need 10. to watch that top one 10. again. I got to watch that one again. So that... The Prestige and What Dreams May Come are like yeah. my three movies that I'll just sit there and rewatch because it's like yeah, dead wife yeah. drama. And apparently as a single man in my 20s, I love you dead should. wife drama. I don't know exactly. why. Yeah. Since I've been married, haven't watched any of those movies once. Well, there you go. Problem solved. Yeah. <laughs> I guess so. But no, I was like, them. it's a good way to get to my heart apparently when I was 20. It's, uh, apparently, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know my love for what dreams may come. Oh yeah, yeah. but right, beh- right behind that, like, like holding onto its uh, shoulder straps is gonna be uh, the fountain. Oh yeah, because Rachel go. Wise is. Yeah. I I love the fact that he's just doing the entire movie just to appease his dead wife. <laughs> That's the reasoning behind it. I gotta write this fucking shit book. I don't give a shit about just to appease my dead fucking wife. Here you go. You can know these. <laughs> okay, thank you, Hugh. Oh man, you're, you you die before the next movie, Clemenza. <laughs> yeah, both this and uh, uh, the Prestige have Hugh Jackman being like, "My dead fucking wife is why I'm doing this." Eh? What you gonna do about it? Mm-hmm. Oh well, well that's our list. Huh? That's For our well. list. And do you want to do uh, Michael Mann next on our directors? Uh, well, yeah. Still haven't seen the keep. No, we gotta watch the keep. I gotta watch Jericho Mile. Yeah, I think I gotta rewatch yeah. The Insider. And I think after yeah. that, I'm good to go. But what about you? Oh, I have to see uh, City LA, uh, LA Takedown. Oh, sorry, you're right. LA Takedown is another one it's I gotta watch. So see, uh, keep LA Takedown, rewatch Insider. Yeah, that's it. Well, that seems fairly. I mean, yeah. we're talking like months away. 
Right, yeah, because we got to take two weeks off here because of the movie yeah, in yeah. Vegas. Vegas and moving. And yeah, yeah, yeah. When we come back, we're going to do a tw- Twilight Zone. We're going to add that into our first Twilight Zone episode that we're doing. I don't know what it is, but we'll add in your experience. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's. Uh, I think Michael Mann would be our next director, but we can change that if you want. I, we have to. The reason I bring it up is because we have to decide in our next week's episode right now while I can still function as a person. Right. Um, but well, do you want to just do a Twilight episode, or go back to doing like a TZ? No, we're good with our. We'll do a TZ. That's already established. So we're not going to do an episode for. When do you leave for Vegas? Uh, Friday. The eighth to Monday. The 8th to the 11th. Okay, so next week we're not going to do a show. Yeah. I can maybe do a Thursday episode. Okay, yeah. I, I, I probably can, honestly. I'll just let you know. Yeah, just let me know. So yeah, let's plan, fun. let's just plan the next HID episode. Yeah. Which is yours to choose, because I chose Nolan tonight, so what do you want to do? Mm. I have, I don't want to vote for you but i do have the episode you sent me for the movie you sent me which is the death on the freeway or whatever the hell that's called yeah this <laughs> death on the freeway death on the freeway what is that movie called why can't i find it i think it's called i think it's called death on the freeway <laughs> yeah. i don't it's, remember it's the on youtube it's two hours but it has the original commercials that's what i want to see yeah. here's the benefit of this if you choose this movie we will watch the entire movie together next week. Yeah. Do you want to do it? Yeah, that sounds good. Okay. We'll do Death on a Freeway or Death Car on the Freeway. I think it's what it's called. You got to figure out how to watch it because I, I, I can say it's on YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, I am sending you. Yeah. So the flash drive? No, no, no. It is oh. since increased. This is oh, the hard drive I was going to send you. Oh, no. This little guy here. I have since upgraded it. Oh shit. To this fucking guy here. Oh my god. You are gonna get six to ten I forget how many it is. Six terabytes of movies. Jesus. I'm gonna send you so much that we don't have to send you anything else for a decade. Yeah, for it will take twenty years to watch every movie on there. It will. It will. No, it's I, I wanna say that is Four terabytes? That's so much. It's like a fraction of what I have available, but I'm going to send you a bunch of shit we can do. Yeah, that's insane. But anyway. So kudos to Memento and the Dark Knight. Yeah. You won our lists. Greatest movies of all time. Next week, we will be doing Death Car on the Freeway. Death Car Freeway Murder Skill. I don't know. Oh. I found it, by the way. CBS Tuesday night movie. They call him the Fiddler. His targets, women, alone. He's the death car on the freeway. Shelley Hack is the young newscaster who tries to stop him. You need me. 
George Hamilton, her ex-husband. You are scared to death. I might just make it on my own. With Peter Graves, Dinah Shore, and Abe Vigoda in an explosive story of women in jeopardy. The freeway fiddler has killed nine women and will surely kill again. Death car on the freeway. I can't wait, Dick. <laughs> Death car on the freeway. You sent me that exact clip, and I was immediately yeah, I like... I, I'm what so open to suggestions because I'm so sick of choosing the movies that I'm like, right. fuck yes, let's do it. I immediately jumped on board. I'm like, all right, I got this. Took me a while to find that exact trailer for some reason, but yeah, that's Abe it. Vagoda! Abe fuck Abe eyebrows Vagoda, if you will. And who basically after that movie came out lived another thirty years. He he was on Fish, The Godfather, this movie. And then every spoof of The Godfather for 75 years or whatever the fuck it was after oh, that he very, lived. Yeah, very much. <laughs> exactly. He was on, like, Jay Moore's Mafia. I saw that in the theater. It sucked. Anyway, Ava Goat is in it. Um, we'll do that next week. We'll watch it live together, so no reason to watch it ahead of time. We'll do that Thursday, though. If that yeah, works for you. Does that work for you? It should, yeah. That should be all right. So the 7th. Yeah. We'll, we'll keep in contact, but the point is, listeners, viewers, um, we'll watch that together. We'll put that out as a separate show. That'll be a LAW Plus episode because it's free on YouTube. Like, I don't think anyone's going to stop us, are they? I don't think so. I can't imagine they would. I think it's public domain, that movie, because it's a TV movie. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Who's going to yeah. control that? It has it's a, like a, yeah. It has a 5.4 in IMDb. Uh, with 473 reviews. It's got Shelly Hack, uh, Frank Gorshin, and Peter Graves, who we know. But, oh, Frank Gorshin, great. He's the Riddler from Batman 66. Oh, yeah, there we go. Riddle me this, Batman! I just bummed myself out because I love the Riddler from 66. And I have like three of his yeah. toys, but they're packed. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, well, we got to go to the big house. My my slide. literal favorite toy I have is Batman sixty six the Riddler. Fantastic! It, he's oh my, I love that fucking toy, and I have him packed. Well, now the... when you get to your new house, you can put it on, <laughs> I'll send you the Batcave, and you can put them all up in display. Well, while we're recording and while we're still talking, let me know what you think. I'm debating two things in the new house. Yes, I'm gonna do the floors. So it's like a brand new floor because it is a brand new floor because it's a brand new house. Yeah. But I'm gonna do, you know, brand new like you know chic. Do I should I do similar to this, which is toys behind me, blah blah blah, regular mm. studio, or do I build, which I can do, a little mini theater like theater seatings, and just sit mm. there and do our shows from that. Sure. It makes sense and it would look cool, but do I do my toys instead or the theater setting, which I, I'm kind of partial to the theater one. Yeah. But I have to buy theater seating and, and look into that or, or create them. Yeah, it's kind of expensive. It could be, but I can do a cheap version of it because I'm in the MST3K. Yeah. I can do a cheap version of that with just some outlines and paint it red. Oh, yeah. Building the set is not a problem. I can do that. We did that in film school, Dick. Yeah. Problem is, what sh what would look better on this show? 
like me in a theater setting or me <laughs> just like this where it's in front of much shit. Yeah. Well, either way. Well, it'll be cleaner with the theater, but then you won't see your cool stuff. Unless you put it to the side of the theater. I'm thinking just, I'm thinking theater thing. this way. And then shelves over there. Shelves this way. I can change yeah. it whenever I want. Yeah, that's, that sounds that would be fair. Because that's what I'm planning it, in my head. Yeah, yeah. Because right, yeah, yeah. right now it's all fantasy. I can build yeah. shelves and I can build the stack seating. I just don't know how to build the seats yet. I can just create little, you know, gravestone looking <laughs> seats, I guess. But how much did those? Uh, I think I saw a row seat somewhere. I forgot how much they were. Ah, never mind. No, I can I, I can create fake ones out of wood for eight bucks a yeah. pop. It's just oh, sure. it's just a matter yeah. of would it look cooler on camera? Right. Yeah. Exactly. And that's where we run into because I can create like a fake set with the, the flyaway walls, and that's what yeah. I'm thinking to do so I can change it up. Because we do a lot of shows, a lot of different stuff. Yeah, that's where it's a world of possibility because I'll literally have my own like twenty by twenty studio now. Oh yeah, it's gonna be nice. As opposed to this ten by I don't know, yeah. ten by ten, so it's literally twice the size. 10 by 10 closet. Yeah, I'm in a, I'm in a small guest room, but I'll have the whole garage to myself. Yeah. And I'm trying to uh, decide what would be best for us. Thoughts? Popcorn machine. I don't like popcorn. Okay, uh, caramel corn machine. You didn't know I was left-handed, so I'm gonna disregard your. But no, that's fine. Um, no, it's no, it's just uh, we got I'll put posters. Yeah, I do frame posters and put them in the background too, though, in, your, in the garage. Well, the problem yeah, with the the frame posters is we don't review movies that are on a poster. We review movies that are random. So right, at, yeah. at best, I would well, have I mean, a frame yeah. and then a green screen little insert behind. Right. Me. Yeah. 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 I was saying, like, you have your favorite movie posters up. But, like, no, I already have that in the house. Like, Right, yeah, exactly. So I'm thinking, like, I'll put up fake posters similar to... Well, you just green screen it. Put yeah, green on. screen on the wall and put whatever poster you want, whatever we're talking about, just like to do a re- re- review. Well, I was going to show you something, but it's all... Acta. It, no, it's... Should I show you this or not? I had a fake mo- a little model five years ago, I want to say. Okay. Let me just show you the clip, and you'll see what I was going for. It's, it's a little Tim Burton-y, a little... <sighs> Hold on one second, Dick. Let me find it. You were making claymation movies? No, it was... Your... I literally had a giant desk, a giant table... With, mm. And I put a bunch of fake models, and I like did like a Tales from the Crypt, like you know, going right, through the yeah. fake model thing. I just haven't done the special effects to it yet. Oh, okay. And it, and I will if it warrants it, but I haven't decided yet if I want to do it. So let's see. Yeah, it's a lot of work. There. Um, where the fuck is that BMB? Oh. Hey, here it is. Okay. Well, let me show you this, so you can see exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so it's kind of two parts. Is I built two different sets to to incorporate them in the one. So I'll show you both. Mm. But here's the f- first part. 
and you realize how intricate this can be. This is just like the opening of the HBO Saturday Night Movie. Yeah, that's what I was going for. Do do do. But you, you know what I mean? Like I'm going yeah, for that. Yeah. Here's the, you know, kind of just a different. Here's a train yard sequence that'll green screen into the better section, which I believe is this wow. one. Yeah, here we go. I, I put way too much work in this, and I've never done anything with it. This is my first time showing anyone. Wow. All right, ready? So that part I just showed would transition into this. Oh, God, out here. can't see it. Oh, sorry. My bad. Did you see the first part? Yeah, I saw the first part. Okay, the okay. Part so I'll make sure. So here's the here's the second part. So that first part would like go down, and I, you know, the green screen would take over here. So let me just. Okay. Yeah. 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 This is very Wes Anderson of you. Here's, that. here's the wow. part I was talking about with the, the B&B yeah. theater, which I could show two posters here. Wow. But I could do this where it would look very, very good. It's a lot of work. The question that. is, is it worth the work? And yeah. I've already done so much fucking work five years ago to make this. Look how much work you, is in it. I made little roads out of nothing. <laughs> Fences. Like, Do you know that we're still on live right now? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought we. I thought you ended it. We no, no, no. This is all. I want to show this. This is, this is deliberate. This is off for the record. No, but okay. So imagine the last part where it zooms yes. down into the green screen. I try to go a little slower for some of these. Yeah, that's what I'm going with. That's all my show. It's very cozy fuck hut. Right? I, I still have the fuck hut at the B&B theater. And everything else been destroyed. They're, they're packed up right here. Literally right here. Ah! You know, when, it, when we do the show live, I'll start doing my actual that's finalized funny. version of a house I own. I'll show the actual theater I'm thinking yeah. and, and show the yeah. fuck hut and the B&B theater. But... Oh. The reason I want to do the theater is because, you know, we review movies and when it goes into the theater, suddenly I'm there, like MST3K. Right. And I'm watching the movie. We could show behind me sort of thing and then quickly go over. Is it worth it is the question I want to ask you specifically. Oh, it's always worth it. You say that. Yeah, well, you're doing all the work. I'm over here. Exactly. But do you think it would be cool to have that opening, like an HBO, the... Yeah, it'd be interesting. You know yeah, that you know that yeah. 80s HBO thing where it goes through the model town? That's what I'm yeah, going yeah, for. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Or the Crip Keeper, or the Intestinal yeah. Crip sort of thing. Yeah. Sort of thing. Right. Um, that's what I was going off there. Because this is right when Adam and I started doing the Intestinal Crip show. Mm. And I've been sitting on this because... Of Adam, but I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm curious if I should do the theater thing or not. I think it'd be fun. But I don't know It'd'd if it'd fun. be worth it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot yeah. of work, man. 
It is a lot of work. Yeah, it's a lot of work. That's just you got to remind yourself of it. I can do it really cheaply. Literally cut whoop, wood, staple some fucking, you know, velvet to it, and it looks like a theater seat. That's it. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. It could be cheap, but I'm just saying, should I do that, or should I just, you know, do what we're doing right now? Would it be weird if I was really far away from the camera and sitting in a theater seat? It would be. A little bit? A little okay. bit. What but if I was, that... you know... This far away. It's still odd. Okay, so that's the closest I would be in that new setup. And you're saying it's odd. A little bit. <clears throat> I don't know. Okay, I, well, I could come up with something different where the camera's closer for the actual show, but the intro is yeah, wider. Yeah, be better. Yeah, gives me something to think about. I'm glad we. I'm actually really glad we're discussing this right now because it gives me something to think yeah. about. Because I can still do the set, and just do the actual show closer. <coughs> right. Yeah. And just do the <clears throat> intro where it's it's farther away. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I know this is a lot like off the top of my brain, but this is what I'm going through right now. This is what I'm trying to focus on while we're moving, so that I don't have to think about the stress of what they're oh, fucking yeah. asking of me right now, which is just nonsense left yeah, and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to focus myself yeah, on my own little, uh, my own little studio that I can do whatever the fuck I want with, and that's what I'm. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm asking yeah. for your opinion. Death car on the freeway from 79. We'll do that next week. Let's get out of here. Sorry I took you, you know, didn't mean to eat up so much of your time. It's Hal Needham, by the way, directed it. Oh, shit. You need to watch, before next week, watch Megaforce. It's another Hal Needham product. Megaforce. It's the movie that Adam and I met over. Megaforce. Okay. Oh, that's right. I think you showed me the trailer. Megaforce. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, that's a that's a Puma Man theme song. Dun, 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 dun. Now what? Megaforce trailer is right here. Megaforce. <laughs> Look at that! Wow. Yeah, that's beautiful. Hal From the director who brought you Smokey and the Bandit, Hooper, Cannonball Run, comes the ultimate spectacle. You're going to watch this. Megaforce. Adam and, I, Adam and I bonded because it is the most enthusiastic movie about nothing. <laughs> and he beat Megaforce! Unit, armed with the most sophisticated weapons ever Fuck seen cardboard. on a movie screen. The mission to preserve freedom and justice and battle the forces of evil. The good guys always win. Even in the 80s. Megaforce! Megaforce. Barry Bostwick. Yeah, it, it is... That is 4% what the movie's like. It is the most enthusiastic movie about nonsense. It is... The reason Adam connected with me is because I go, like, it's like doing the theme music at the end. It's like, dun, 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 dun. I'm like, fucking Megaforce. <laughs> Adam's like, I got to talk to this guy. So he reached out. Yeah. 
But yeah, you got to check out Megaforce. I'm including it in the hard drive here for movies that we already reviewed, but you have no idea how much work I've put into creating this hard drive for you. Oh, yeah, I can imagine. Jesus Christ. No, I bought a new hard drive for my computer to go internally because the exterior hard drive was dying. And then I had to transition all that shit to the internal one to relabel so that I can put it on yours. It's, it's a fucking nightmare. Wow. Luckily, my brain doesn't register that as work. So I'm fine to do it all day long. I don't know why I'm fine. That, like that. No problem. I'll relabel these tiny little videos without issue, but whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Dick, next week right. is going to be death, blah, 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 whatever I said. Death by health car. Uh, death car on the freeway. All right. Well, let's do it. Have Say a bye. Good night. Fuck you, everybody. Good night. I'm out of here. Play that. Hold on. Yeah. Hey, go ahead and play that. I'll play this. This is my full screen. This is awkward. I feel like something important is supposed to happen. But nothing is. This is awkward. Can we end this? Are we stuck now? My dead wife! Hopefully she didn't hear that, because that would be very awkward for her to hear from the other room. <laughs> I, I can't. Okay, Dick. I'll play it. That would be uh, <laughs> immoral. There you go. Fuck you, everybody. Good night! Immoral. We did it, Dick. I find that button. We did it. We couldn't find it. Until next time. In the meantime, Phoenix West. There they are. So long, Christopher Nolan. Call me, man. Uh, Big fan. Love you. Love you, Chris. Big fan without being creepy. Both of us. I'm with Chris now. I'd love to talk to you and Jonathan to see how you guys work together. That's that's mostly what I would ask you about. I just love the fact that Jonathan talks like he's from Chicago, and then his brother feels very slimy. Yeah, it's a little weird because I love Westworld a lot. Yeah. And I, I have nothing but praise for Jonathan as well. It's just, you know, how often do we talk about, your, you know, writers? Yeah. Because it's hard to transition the script into a good movie. So you don't really oh, praise yeah. the writer that much. But Jonathan's great as well. Love to talk to both of them to see how they work together as brothers. I'd be curious. I'm sure there's a thousand interviews they have like that. but Oh, sure. I not for us. That. We don't have that. I'd be curious. Not personally. Yeah, come on, Jonathan. Come on, Christopher. Talk to us. I named my fucking son after you guys. My son's name is Nolan. He should be, ta he should be taken away by social services. Taken away by social services? <laughs> you, I'm Christopher Nolan drunk. And you started off with Boston and you went to like Sylvester Stallone, uh, Philadelphia. Yeah, just like Jonathan Nolan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, anyway. Phoenix West, right. the ticket. We're bye, bye, bye. All right, bye, bye. bye, bye. Fuck that.
fucker. Part two is even longer. How? So I clicked on leave studio instead of uh, uh, stop live stream. So I yeah. just fucking left ah. you high and dry. I'm so sorry. The radio hit well, you. I, I, I hit in broadcast. So I hear right. You were right. You you chose the right button. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, what happened? We're still here. All right. Done with podcast.